episode 34. Yes. Of Religious Sanity. And this time I thought that we can perhaps talk about uh, something else, biblical theology maybe, or... Uh, yes. And uh, about... Um, I would call it an ugly humor in the Bible. Oh. You know, and, and you heard me before defending humor yes. uh, in the Bible, but this time I want to talk about the ugly humor in the Bible. Oh. Because not all humor in the Bible uh, should be taken seriously or at the face value. Huh. Uh, because some of the biblical humor can be seriously mean-spirited. Mm. So that's, that's what I, I, I want to talk about, uh, about uh, very satirizes, uh, where the Bible satirizes uh, other religions, for mm. instance, and unjustly, uh, or uh, uh, ridicules uh, other people. And well, uh, this is fascinating already because I can't even. I, I'm trying to flip through and in, in my mind, and I can't even pull up something. Oh, they are uh, like, uh, for instance, uh, those uh, mockeries or derisions of idol makers. Oh. You know, or those idols, yeah, those other gods. Uh, you have it uh, in a tamer version in in the Psalms. But then in Isaiah, uh, there is that uh, relatively well-known passage uh, about uh, craftsmen making gods. Mm. You know, when the, they chop the wood in the forest and uh, they, uh, they use half of it for their god and half of it to uh, warm their dinner. Mm. Uh, or about... Um, Smith uh, fasting and not drinking and making an idol, almost fainting, and, and so on and so forth. You know, that's Isaiah 44, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere there, you know, like uh, early on in that chapter, I think it's going from verse 9 through something like 20 or something like that. Uh, it looks attractive, it's amusing, but mm -hmm. like with the other mockery, when you start thinking about it, you realize that it is shallow. Yeah. And uh, as I said, mean-spirited, because uh, all those things which are satirized there, were actually, uh, or almost all uh, which are satirized there, were actually uh, like constitutive parts of that foreign religion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and were there for reason. So, for instance, uh, we know uh, as uh, cultural and religious anthropologists, I mean, uh, we know that. Uh, all these practices are part of those religions. So, for instance, for me, a Hawaiian religion is of, uh, of a special interest or has been for some time now. And so I know that uh, they would not simply build a temple anywhere. They would spend substantial time uh, walking around and even making uh, models of the countryside and how the temple would look like. Mm. 
you know, and they had a special cast of priests for that. Hmm. And similarly, they would not uh, build even uh, canoe uh, without uh, prayer and deliberation mm -hmm. and involvement of priests uh, and uh, eventually going to the forest and uh, selecting the best possible tree for that particular project. Uh, and then, you know, falling the tree and building the canoe. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, similarly for their idols, again, mm. that would not uh, be done uh, without uh, really, you know, picking the proper tree for that particular now in quotation mark idol mm -hmm. you know or representation of 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 their god and different gods would have different kinds of woods uh, and would probably have different kinds of trees growing directly in the, the forest and uh, you just don't pick tree willy-nilly it it needs to be the appropriate tree mm. and uh also um, the one aspect of the derision in Isaiah is that he uses uh, half of the wood for the, his idol and half of the wood he uses to make herself a dinner. Uh, that's a very substance of our logic behind it, because first of all, nothing should be wasted. Yeah. Because it's a special wood. That's one yeah. thing. And the other thing is that uh, for that priest, it's not just a craftsman. Those were properly titled as priests, definitely in Hawaii. Um, and I, I assume almost anywhere, you, you know, uh, that um, this uh, one piece being used for a representation of a god and part of it being used to warm up dinner is actually almost like metaphysical con connection between the deity and uh, devotee mm. here. Mm -hmm. uh, by that they are sharing something together. Mm -hmm. that they are sharing the use of the wood. Right. Uh, God is sharing the use of the wood for its image. Of course, they had more complex way of looking at it. Uh, that image of a god was not God, God self, necessarily, or not uh, as uh, modern uh, secular people thing they were. Uh, so that's one thing. And the other, that filling your stomach with the wood which was used for that, you are becoming part of it. And so you are sharing something, uh, some link with, with your deity. Mm -hmm. And uh, so ridiculing it uh, is of course possible, but it, it shows uh, very narrow-mindedness of that. And uh, I would say almost any anthropologist uh, of last century or century and a half would be able to point that out. Uh, it's almost like uh, uh, starting to make uh, fun, uh, 
I was thinking about, you know, what would be the best yeah. uh, uh, comparison uh, these days, today, yeah. you know. Uh, so, like, um, uh, looking at a botany garden and starting to make fun of uh, their greenhouses and saying, just look at them, they are collecting plants and putting them in extra houses and watering them and heating them. Mm. Uh, you know, what kind of purpose is there for it? Mm. And, and you are picking the core, uh, core purpose of that institution, say, uh, or see, of the institution here, or of activity of making those idols. You are picking the core of it, and you are making fun of it. Mm -hmm. And it simply does not make sense. Anyone who is informed would tell you, this is stupid. Mm. If we take that as... Uh, the uh, on face value as as it is in say Isaiah or something like that, then we are making ourselves stupid. We are the telling, uh, broadcasting that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like he might not, or he might intentionally not pay attention to it. Uh, so. I'm just bringing this uh, example of mean-spirited humor in the Bible and how it can broaden our understanding. And uh, there is also a dimension of uh, environmental responsibility, for instance. You know, so we are poking fun of uh, uh, these uh, native religions, say, you know, or polytheistic, uh, shamanistic religions, or who knows what it is yeah. uh, here exactly, uh, and uh, of, of their way of, of being frugal, environmental, and uh, considerate. Yes, superstitious maybe to some degree, or even though I would be a little hesitant to using this. And then in our secular way, you know, we are able and willing to pour tons and tons of concrete to right, build right. Uh, edifices for our God. Recently I was in Hartford, Connecticut, and there is a Roman Catholic cathedral there. And it's not only ugly, it looks like uh, it's humongous poured concrete it looks like an enormous big bunker, <laughs> and uh, not very and, welcoming. Yeah, and and here I am using my own perspective, and I acknowledge that of environmentalism, say uh, you know, but just the production of that amount of uh, that amount of concrete, for instance, for that is, and then you know, how much CO2 it, it cost, and uh, uh, then uh, when it was aging and uh, curing, you know, mm. what, what kind of uh, exhaust it, it spewed into its neighborhood, and, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, uh, if, if we are going to ridicule uh, these other religions, we should look at first into a mirror and look at ourselves and, and think, you know, what we are doing and how we are uh, 
worshiping our God and, and causing uh, damage to our environment and uh, to ourselves. And so, yeah, you know, the, the, this, is, this is that kind of... Uh, and one led to the other. You, you know, this, this, this respect towards the nature and uh, technocratical, uh, almost bureaucratic, uh, positivistic way of looking at religion and everything around us, I think led towards uh, these disastrous cathedrals, say, mm. and uh, what we are living in. So, yeah. And now I know why I didn't, I wasn't pulling up any examples off the top of my head it's because i literally whenever i can imagine coming across any of these things you're talking about i literally thought that they should be ridiculed because i was living in a monotheistic uh um kind of uh, a blind blinder attitude mm -hmm. toward mm -hmm. all religions thinking this is the only god Mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. i'm i'm reading a book um, um the the book on mm -hmm. it the mm -hmm. only book that mm -hmm. um that's true mm -hmm. and ridiculing anybody who was uh idol worshiping uh was justified uh i i'm i'm not questioning some of what you said of course i'm uh i'm a church minister theologian a christian part of the Judeo-Christian tradition and, and uh, Yahweh, Adonai, the Lord, is my God. Mm -hmm. And, and I am deeply respectful uh, of and, and worshiping and adoring my God. But at the same time, I, I have to acknowledge that at the, this stage of our understanding and bringing in our uh, anthropological understanding, there is this uh, disconnect, this problem in, in our own tradition. Mm -hmm. And it is important to name it and lift it up. And we yes. did this uh, in our faith tradition regarding uh, other aspects of it. Uh, it's... Uh, ancient way of looking at the world, say, uh, like tripartite world, or, or the, the way of treating epidemics, or the, the, the way people use the, the here or there uh, for different reasons. So we need to always be mindful of the context. We dismissed most of the prejudiced other parts of the Bible. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, it is also important to, to use our current knowledge, uh, you know, not only in the area of, say, science or history, but expanded it by this knowledge of anthropology. I'm not saying that we should start making idols uh, or worshipping them. Uh, but be aware of, of this reality and, and that it is an uh, intentional caricature. 
and that it had a negative impact mm. on the society. Or not only positive, but also that there were negative impacts on the mm -hmm. society. And it is unjust to those other cultures to mock them for something like, you don't go and, you know, oh, what a stupid idea of having glass houses and, uh, you know, collecting yeah. plants in yeah. them. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. because we know why we are doing it. Yeah. And similarly, you know, they had their reasons, maybe metaphysical and spiritual, but also aesthetical and clearly environmental of doing their, you know, shaping of their worship and their religion, the way they did that. And mocking them for it is showing our ignorance. Also, practicing empathy toward that in mm. this book helps with our empathy in our current time, mm -hmm. with our current uh, religions that are not ours. Yes. And that's uh, the important thing. That's, that's important probably even more than anything else. And we cannot be uh, this uh, open and sympathetic, empathetic. Uh, uh, if if we still keep these things unchallenged yes uh, in our own uh, backyard in our own tradition and uh, you know so yes there is a humor in the bible and like any other humor uh, some of it is uh, uh, some of hurtful some, some of it is positive and important yeah. to point it out and uh, some of it is hurtful. Some of it is uh, just picking up peculiarities. You know, you cannot have humor without uh, certain uh, grinding or yeah. uh, certain uh, clashing of cultures or clashing of uh, religions or races or something like yeah. that. That's part of it, you know, let us be honest. But uh, some of it is, is really intentionally ridiculing and uh, uh, mocking. And that is not what it should be. Really. Yeah. And so dealing with Isaiah here, I think, is appropriate. And thank you for bringing this to us. Thank you. Thank you for being in dialogue with me. Until next time. Thank you.